Dreaming of a better sleep? Tossing and turning is not your destiny. And Ollie is here to help. Ollie invites you to sink into sweet, sweet slumber to improve your mental and physical health and overall wellness. More than just melatonin, Ollie's ingredients help you unwind your mind for a delightfully dreamy drift off. Sleep is on the way at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. Cats at Night. Now, here's John Katsimatidis. Okay, now on the line for us, we got Paul Lunsis. He began his investment career working for Royce & Associates. He founded Lunsis Asset Management. I could go on and on. And he's an expert when it comes to, what, what, would, I, what would I say you're an expert in? Asset management? Making money. Making money. <laughs> telling us what to invest, where to invest our money. Preserving capital and then trying to make money. That's it. That's what we have to do. So tell us um, the stock market crash that Bank of America warned. Or is that you true? Know, you know, uh, at, at the end of the day, so much of the stock market and the economy, but particularly the stock market, the centerpiece of all that is really the Federal Reserve. Fed has raised rates 75 basis points four times, the most recent November 2nd. He spoke again on Wednesday, Chairman Powell. He also, if you read the minutes, the minutes come out three weeks after the last meeting in November. He basically said, He's probably got, they're probably going to raise rates on December 14th, 50 basis points rather than 75. Did he specifically say 50 or he said he's going to be less? He said he's, it, it indicated, John, from what he said, that 50 basis points is really where they're leaning. They don't need, they're not going to need, he said, they may not need to raise them as high as they have the last four times. Um, and so it's probably going to be 50 basis points. And as a result, uh, late Wednesday, after that was announced, the market went crazy. The Dow was up 700 points, four or five. I mean, everything went crazy. But what's really more important is the continuing rate increases into 23. How much is inflation going to continue? Is it going to stick around? Are they really having an impact? They very well could, and there's a lag effect. So how much are rates going to continue to rise? And then more importantly, for how long? Because my feeling is if rates continue to rise and they get to 5% plus and they stay there for a protracted period, the economy's really going to be in trouble given the debt levels, particularly at the corporate and government levels. They're, they're going to cause – the Fed is going to cause a problem that doesn't have to happen. I, I mean, you know, John, their, their mandate is price stability and maximum employment. And it's a real challenge now because, you know, they said that inflation was transitory, and thus far it's proven not to be. So they're in a real conundrum. And combined with the fact that they're raising rates, there's also the quantitative tightening, the $99 trillion balance sheet that's now down to 8.6. They're reducing it $95 billion every, every month. And so those two factors are really creating some liquidity issues, but we still haven't seen we still haven't seen huge, huge layoffs. There have been some. They've been certainly, you know, grabbing in the news with Meta, 11,000, Amazon. But don't forget, a lot of those increases in employment came because of the pandemic. And companies such as Amazon, Amazon in 2019 had just under 800,000 employees. They doubled that to 1.6 million today. In 20. So the point is, and that's because the pandemic 
pushed lots of opportunities for revenue and profits into 21 and early 22 because everything died or came down heavily in, in, in during the pandemic. So some of that, they're now just right-sizing the expansion that occurred after the pandemic. So, um, but unemployment's still incredibly low, um, very low, 3.7%. And Larry Summers, the economist, he, he believes unemployment's got to get to 6% for inflation to be tamed. So it's just a very, very but, interesting but, but, time. But, but don't forget, you know, that oil market, it was down to 75, 76 a couple of days ago, and all of a sudden uh, the, the Saudis panic, and all of a sudden make another announcement, or Goldman Sachs made the announcement, I forget who made it, that, that there may be further cuts in Saudi Arabia, which because Saudi Arabia or and Putin want hundred dollar oil. By the way, let me add, John, cuts after the election, and by the way, Biden comes out and says we're going to give indemnity to MBS with respect to Khashoggi. Was there a deal there? There was a deal there. Yeah, and and what's sad that you've pointed out repeatedly, John. You know, we need that balanced approach. We have we have the most. We, have, we are leading the world in energy production. Most people don't know that, both in natural gas and in oil. And well, they're the building Venezuela, a two million barrel a day. What was it? A, a, a port? In, terminal. A, a, a terminal. Two million on day, the right. Gulf Coast, well, not Texas. for the United States citizens. For export. For export. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it was 2015 that we passed a law about exporting. Um, but you know, at the end of the day. One of the reasons oil prices are down, um, even though we're not producing anywhere near as much as we can, is economies globally are really slowing. China is really in trouble with the COVID outbreaks. And so you've read about, I'm sure, the Apple uh, factory and Zengzhou and others. So China's been the growth engine of the world. UK's in the recession. The EU's got problems. Uh, Yep. Yep. And And then globally, Ed, globally, Ed, there's the demographic issue. You know, demographics are really, really a problem across the globe, especially in the EU. They're not, you know, they're, every country in Europe or the majority are ending up the year with fewer people than they started. We're, the more, you know, the, we're just not, fertility rate, we're just not at 2.1. So it's a real challenging time. And don't forget, you know, you go back to 82 when the market was really, you know, the interest rates were going crazy. The stock market, from a measure that Warren Buffett uses, was 50%. Of GDP, it's now 150, 160 of GDP, and it used to be 220 of GDP. Now, so, there's breaking news. I just uh, saw that uh, CNN, uh, that headline news, HLN is headline news. Correct. Mm-hmm. Uh, will stop live programming next week amid shakeup at CNN. What does that mean? They're going to have repeat news from the week before. I have no idea, but it's called Headline Live News, HLN, and they're not going to have any more live programming, and they're also making massive cuts at the regular CNN. And anchor Robin Mead, you know who she is? She's out. There's a whole cluster of people going to walking papers. And and, and the, the challenge is, if rates keep rising, the big question is, it's all tied to the Fed, if rates keep rising, are we heading into a recession? Are earnings going to start declining or, you know, slowing even more and declining for companies? That's really the question that everyone's asking. Look, rates have never gone uh, – it's been 40 years since rates have gone up, short-term rates have gone up this fast in this shorter period of time. Uh, and there's always a lag after the Fed forces up interest rates. 
And what do you think that lag is, and when do you think it cuts in, and when do we get that recession? You know, I would I would think, Ed, if inflation is, gets under control and the lag starts really taking effect, I would think in the next three to five months it's going to start being visible in, in a lot of the numbers. But we've never experienced what you just said. It's 40 years since we've ever been in this kind of an environment where they've raised rates four times, 75 basis points, and probably in December, 50 basis points. It's a very, very unique um, and frightening time. My big concern, or one of my big concerns, is there's a bubble been created because they've kept rates too low too long. And everyone thinks they're going to pause. Everyone thinks they're going to pivot, and they're going to start, start, start declining um, or reducing the rates. And hopefully they won't do that because they really need to make sure that inflation's under control. And Powell said pretty much that um, in the meeting in the conference that he spoke at on Wednesday. So hopefully they won't do that, because if they do that, that everything bubble is going to continue. Every time the market's gotten hit in the last decade or so, you know, it was a good time to buy, because the Fed steps in, rates go down. and But if they stay high, the credit problems out there, you saw today Blackstone just reduced redemptions in one of their real estate funds. We haven't seen defaults and credit issues yet. If those start, if rates stay elevated for a prolonged period, I think that's inevitable. And then that could really create problems. God help us. All right. Well, thank you so much, Paul Lunsis, for always keeping us informed. Thank you. All right. We're going to take a break. And when we come back, we got more news you don't want to miss. Keep it right here. Cats at Night. Cats at Night on the Red Apple Podcast Network. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash Boost by Tax Day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC.